to talks on the Catechism of the Catholic Church from a liturgical sense. I am your instructor, David L. Gray, Master of Arts in Theology, and we begin in nomine pacis, Ephilio, Espiritu, Sancti. The Catechism of the Catholic Church is divided into four parts. Part one is the profession of faith. Part two is the celebration of the Christian mystery. Part three is life in Christ. And part four is Christian prayer. As the goal of the Catechism of the Catholic Church is to present a organic synthesis of the essential and fundamental contents of the Catholic doctrine regarding faith and morals. Part one contributes to that goal by using the Nicene-Constantinople Creed that we confess during the Mass as really the outline and the construct for a discussion um, that we're going to ensue here. As a profession of faith ought, the Creed begins with the phrase, I believe or we believe, thus signifying that the profession of faith is but a mere response to the fact that was given to us, that the tenets of our profession are a succinct affirmation of what has been revealed to us. Otherwise, if we were to begin our creed with the words, I have found, or I find, or we have determined, it will signify that the forthcoming tenets were things that we have discovered on our own without any supernatural help. On the contrary, the phrase, I believe, or we believe, allows us to imagine what it's like for a child to wake up on Christmas morning and see gifts under the tree. Of course, the child finds the biggest box of them all, the parent asks, what do you think is on the inside? I don't know, says the child. But I believe it's something I've always wanted. And in this way, the child unpacks the gift that was given to them. So do we begin to unpack the profession of faith with the same affirmation. I believe. That God gives us reason and faith faith so that we might know him, definitely says more about us than it says about God. Chapter 1 in this section is called Man's Capacity for God, and it addresses 1. Our capacity to desire God, 2. Our capacity to know God, and 3. Our capacity to speak about God. But it is such an audacious thing to even think about that, man. And when I say man, I'm speaking in the language of the church that uses the word man universally to bespeak of both man and woman. But again, it is such an audacious thing to even think about man has a capacity for God, that a finite has a capacity for the infinite. That sounds impossible. But we know that finite things have limits on 
capacity. For example, a refrigerator has limited capacity to hold food. If your freezer hits its capacity, you either have to give some of the food away or throw it away or cook the overflow or, or buy a second freezer. If a company starts getting flooded with orders for their products, they have to make a decision. Either they're going to turn down a new business or they're going to build out capacity by hiring more employees and moving to a larger building where they can house more supplies and finished product. These are the efforts we would have to do on our own to make space. Yet, what the catechism is saying here in paragraph 36, drawing from Genesis chapter 1 verses 27, is that man has this capacity because he is created in the image of God. Man, that man was created with this capacity to know and to love their creator makes it all the more sad when we look at culture today and we see people make room in their lives for everything else, for every material pleasure and every unchaste emotion, every career path and, and every other major life decision, but do not allow any space for the one whom they were created to have capacity for in their lives. As human beings, we all have our natural limits on our own to determine for ourselves there, that there is only so much love, patience, kindness, mercy, and self-control that a person can draw from on their own. I used to feel sorry for my mother as a kid because she always used to tell me, Brock, she would call me. You're getting on my last nerve. I felt bad for her because it didn't seem like God gave her a whole lot of these nerves, as she called them. I used to wonder if she had more nerves when she was younger, like my age. It was just nine in the morning on a Saturday, and I had already reached her last nerve. I had pity on a woman. And I used to walk on eggshells around her because I didn't want her to lose any more of those few nerves she had left. If you find it difficult to believe that God has given you more capacity than what seems possible for you, consider the liturgy of the Holy Mass. The priest, who himself is in, in the person of Christ, in persona Christi, most uniquely sings of the reality that man has capacity for God. And by the word of God, the words of consecration uttered by the priests, what was dead, bread and wine, comes to life to be true, to be the real presence, the real body, the real blood of Jesus Christ in this way. The bread and wine having the capacity to truly become God by the power of his word bears witness to the same capacity we have for God by the power 
of his word. That word that breathed life into our nostrils. And again, through his words in the sacraments of baptism and confirmation. In brief, the Catholic Catechism makes these six points that are important for you to remember. One, by your vocation and nature, you have been called into communion with he whom you were created for communion with. Two, in communion with God, you are free and complete. Three, paragraph 46 of the Catechism says, when he listens to the message of creation and to the voice of conscience, man can arrive at certainty about the existence of God, the cause and end of everything. Four, paragraph 47 says, the church teaches that the one and true God, our creator and Lord, can be known with certainty from his works by the natural lights of human reason. Paragraph 48, we really can name God, starting from the manifold perfections of his creatures, which are the likeness of the infinitely perfect God. Even if our limited language cannot Exhaust the mystery. Paragraph 49. Without the creator, the creature vanishes. This is the reason why believers know that the love of Christ urges them to bring the light of the living God to those who do not know him or who reject him. Thank you for listening to this talk on the catechism of the Catholic Church from the liturgical sense. I look forward to sharing more with you in the next talk on God Comes to Meet Man.